0: Hey,
1: and crazy. Hi, no, right on that B floor. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Vocal Analysis series, where on this show, on this series, all we're doing here is we're studying the voice and making it as simple as possible, because let's face it, learning how to sing can feel confusing. I get it, you've been on YouTube all around. And so hopefully through this series, I can break it down and share some of my own learnings. This is me documenting my own learning as well. And so if this is content that is up your lane, make sure to hit that subscribe button and join the team. And also, if you're looking to get some more help for your voice, or if you're looking for a systematic way to improve your voice, check out the link in the description. I've got some courses and voice lessons that can really, really help you get your voice to exactly where you want. And so today, we're actually going to be breaking down one of my favorite singers. His name is JJ Lin, and he's singing the song called Jiangnan, which means River South. Now, this song is in Mandarin, and uh, frankly, my articulation isn't the best, but we're here to study, we're here to grow, we're here to learn. And I wanted to study JJ because for those of you who don't know, this guy's renowned in the industry for being a high note machine gun. He'll be knocking out high notes again and again and again. He just kills it in his upper range. And so I wanted to study him. And in fact, I wanted to choose one of his early performances. This performance that I've chosen here is actually 10 years ago. And the reason why I wanted to choose this is I wanted to study that roadmap or that journey that he took to becoming this kind of high note machine that he is now today. And I think studying how he approached things previously would be a great insight into how we can get closer and closer to nailing those high notes. By the way, I'm going to be sharing my opinions I'm going to be sharing my lessons If you've, you know, if you observe something different Or you maybe you've got a different opinion Drop it into the comments below I love promoting discussion when it comes to learning how to sing Because, you know, we're all on our own individual journeys And so drop it into the comments below So let's dive right into it And let's just go straight into where he starts singing We'll break it down section by section The very first verse actually starts here <laughs>
0: 你到了城里层城线
1: Okay, so that is basically the verse one. Now, a couple of things that I really did observe is JJ is really, really good at keeping his voice super, super light and easy. And this is something we actually want to apply to a lot of our verses because as much as we want to nail the high notes, we want to nail those, you know, those crazy epic parts, it takes a bit of building up, a bit of building up to get them. And so sometimes in our verses, we want to keep it super, super light, super, super easy. Now, a big example of this is here. Notice it's not like da 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 da, it's not really like kind of full. And part of this is his kind of natural tendency as his voice. If you study his voice, he is someone who's got a bit of a lighter kind of timbre, like it's not really naturally that strong compared to like a voice like mine, which is a bit thick and heavier. But we can always learn to sing our verses. A lot, lot easier and a lot lighter. And one way you can easily practice this is just choose a section of your song, choose a line of your song, and try to break it down into three very different volumes. For example, in this melody, na 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 you can try sing it at a soft volume first. Na 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 Go to maybe like a loud volume. Na 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 Or you need to find something in the middle. Na, 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 na. Finding something like that is going to be really, really awesome to give you these dynamics in the verse. Now, another thing that we can take is in this verse, the phrase actually goes quite high for a guy goes up to about like an F4 which is right around that kind of break zone for a lot of guys the cool thing that I've observed here is he doesn't have to you know move his head around when he jumps up to some of those higher notes a lot of people will kind of go and then they kind of screech and they kind of do all these kind of crazy things to get to that high note but one little thing you can start practicing is if you've got your support if you've got your ping if you've got some of your foundational techniques when i was singing that phrase i was trying not to go and like kind of move my head around and do all these kind of crazy things if i can just keep my head stable it actually makes the effort required to sing a lot lot easier and so one thing you can try to do is when you're singing through a phrase uh, that's especially if it's a quick dancing kind of phrases maybe between a lot of quick notes try not to move your head around. See if you can just keep everything nice and neutral, nice and relaxed, and see if you can dance throughout the phrase. And if you notice you have to move around, chances are it means your fundamentals aren't there which means, you know, you don't have your support, right? You're not leaning on the support because a lot of times these these tensions are byproducts. They, they happen because your support isn't there. Or maybe it's also the ping, the ring of the sound. It's not quite up high in your head. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I got you. I've actually got a course down below called The Fundamentals of Singing. And this is a step-by-step process that basically distills everything I've learned into very, very simple, easy fundamentals for you to follow. Now, if you want to support the channel and if you want to check it out, just check out the link in the description. So this is a really really important skill, making sure we're not kind of having to move our head to hit some of our higher notes. Let's move over towards a pre-chorus, which is a bit of a shorter section. And this kind of starts at
0: 105.
1: Beautiful beautiful phrase. Now, a couple of things that I did observe here. Notice that this section is actually quite wordy. For example, if you listen to this first part. There's all these kind of all these kind of articulation. The the thing you want to be careful here is don't over-articulate through some of those really really kind of fast phrasing because sometimes it can engage a bit of jaw tension. And then you kind of get stuck. And so if you can just find a nice relaxed jaw and just keep the sound going, keep it nice and legato. Try not to over-articulate. Now, My mandarin is not the most fluent and for those of you who are probably mandarin, you're probably gonna, you know, nitpick on my mandarin That's okay, I'm happy to take that The most important thing is, don't over-articulate And you'll notice this actually leads quite nicely into another cool detail that JJ adds
0: (laughs) There's
1: a little run that he does there And the reason why this is really, really cool when adding to your own music is it adds a bit of like soul, a bit of flavor, a bit of R&B to your singing. It doesn't always have to be this exact run, but this is really, really, really kind of common one. Where it's kind of just bouncing between a couple of notes. How you can practice this and how I would encourage you to practice this is slow it down. The first step to getting these runs is being able to hear those individual notes. Like slowing down those musics, being able to hear it And then being able to do it slowly with your singing as well. See if you can kind of nail it with the piano. And then you want to gradually speed it up. And over time, it'll get more crispy, it'll get more precise. But this is the process, you start small, start slow, and then speed it up until you can get it into the context of the song this is a really really nice detail to have now the final cool thing that i observed in this pre-chorus is is actually check out this part where he kind of (laughs) goes
0: now
1: what's actually happening here is if you replay this maybe a few times you'll notice that his voice kind of switches gear ever so slightly it kind of shifts into this kind of smoother kind of resonance see if you can hear it pause it and hear it what's actually happening is there's a bit of a resonance kind of shift happening most likely into a bit more of his kind of head and what's really cool about this is it's a really good technique to get out of a shout so instead of kind of shouting your way up there Darlin! you're kind of getting stuck if you learn how to move into your upper kind of resonance Darlin! It kind of goes into like almost like a little, a little bit of a pocket, and that becomes a bit of an easier spot to sing. Now, my voice is obviously not JJ's. We're actually quite different in terms of vocal quality. My voice is going to sound a bit heavier, but it's still this kind of little shifting of the resonance. Now, one thing you can do to start training this idea is going from an R ah to an UVA. This is something I actually picked up from one of my coaches, Tyler. And it basically is that contrast and vowel often allows you to shift into the upper pocket really, really nicely. Uh, oh, Just by me switching to a different vowel, the the tone almost kind of shifts gears, it kind of smoothens out a bit. This is going to be a cool one to play around with because, especially around those kind of notes where you tend to shout, learning to sing in more of that kind of resonance can help you nail some of those notes a bit nicer. Let's jump more into the chorus and see what's happening
0: here. Nice, beautiful beautiful
1: chorus. So, um at this chorus So this chorus is actually quite similar to the the verse, actually. It doesn't really go a lot, lot higher. probably goes about to the F or the G. So it's not a lot, lot higher. So any of those higher notes, you can use that technique before about... You can use that technique before shifting to more of your upper kind of resonance. That should help you get through that part. You could even add a bit of like a sub tone, which is what he does here, to kind of get to some of those higher notes. I want to focus a bit more on some of the newer things that he has introduced. A part that I found really, really cool is if you check out this part at 140, it's almost like a little bit of a flip or a little bit of a cry a little bit of a sob that happens there and i just found that this added so much to the song it adds this little extra bit of like solemnness or you know a bit of sadness to the song and you notice this used in a lot of different styles you know in r&b using a lot of kind of pop music as well now what's actually happening here is i was experimenting with it on my own it's a bit of like a little baby flip from your falsetto to your full voice for example if i slowed it down it's almost like a little bit of like a whimper a bit of like a baby kind of falsetto at the beginning and then you flip it back into your full voice play around with this actually see if you go doesn't have to be on pitch or anything just even go between those qualities on the same breath try not to go over with this because if you use like every single word it can sound a bit excessive but it's a cool little detail to have and as a little bonus it really helps especially if that note is maybe at the end of your breath or maybe you're starting to strain starting from a falsetto and kind of flipping into it can allow you to get into a easier sound versus kind of getting yourself trapped there. And so after this chorus, the song then moves more into a bit of a pre-chorus section. Repeat the pre-chorus, but this time there's a bit of a twist. Check it out. So that is the pre-chorus. Now the major difference between this and the first one is notice how there's a bit more kind of energy being built up. The instrument was a bit louder. There's a bit more kind of attention being built which gets released by that high note. (laughs) darling! Crazy high note right on that B floor. Now the reason why this is important is it's that climax of the song. The whole song has been building up to this point. Now what's actually happening here is it's quite similar to where he goes up to the G4. It's it's basically just an extension of that, just a couple of notes higher, but because he's found that kind of upper resonance, he's kind of shifted more into the head and it's a bit of like a sweeter, softer tone. You basically just keep that going. For some of you who might not have that note for you at the moment, one of the things I always suggest is find it in a falsetto first. Get that down first. The first step to getting that note is getting it in a falsetto now if you've already got that clean in the falsetto and you're close to hitting this note you're pretty close but you just can't get there you just got to find that ability to shift into the upper resonance if you can do that then you'll nail this note like he does and so we're getting close to the end of the song now how we wrap this up is basically we come down to this final chorus where he goes at 335
0: the soft start。
1: And this brings us to a nice kind of rap for this song, the final chorus. One thing that we can take away from this final chorus is check out the way he starts this melody. If we jump over to this part at about
0: 320.
1: So it goes to a slightly higher note. I'll compare it real quick with the one before. If it goes to...
0: So that's
1: the melody before. PURONG! Versus, in Like it kind of goes a bit higher there. The reason why this is really, really cool is when you're singing a song, yes, there is verse, chorus, verse, chorus, or, or something similar. But ideally as singers, if we can bring in something new, something fresh for our audience, it just keeps your audience engaged all the way to the end. And so this is actually something you can apply in your singing already. You don't necessarily need to go for a high note. You don't need to go for like crazy, crazy high notes, but you can start playing around with, you know, the melody. Play around with the timing, even playing around with the words, anything that can give your audience a bit of like a fresh experience versus just listening to the same chorus twice, again, and again. Cause you know that can sound really, really boring sometimes. This is a great idea to spice up your singing and to make it sound even better already. And so this basically wraps up our analysis of J.J. Lin's Jiangnan, which is a great, great, great song. I'll drop a link in the description below of the original performance if you wanna check it out. This is a really, really cool song to study and to analyze how he's gotten to the level that he is at today. Team, thank you so much for joining me on this vocal analysis. If you have any suggestions for future performances you'd like for me to break down, drop it into the comments below. And if you're looking to improve your voice, don't forget to check out the links in the description. I've got courses and ways to work with me privately All the details are there. So apart from that team, I'll see you all for our next episode. Take care.